Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rooms, a collaboration dedicated to serving the community through the foundation of love, trust, and advocacy for conscious living. Now, here are your hosts, Jennifer Williams and Shauna Gulbrand. Welcome! Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rose. Today, who are you? <laughs> we are joined by Nina Gilbert. Nina is a licensed massage therapist, a certified prenatal massage therapist, fertility massage therapist, certified metaphysical practitioner, a trained doula, and a Reiki practitioner. Among many other things. Wow! Welcome, Nina. Well, thanks. Aww. It's wonderful to be here. It's wonderful Hi. to have hey. you here. I actually feel comfortable right Good. now. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a deep breath. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's all this good. Is, I'm so happy that you're our first Me guest. Me too. I know. I'm yeah, our sense. first guest. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. We figured we'd start off with someone we feel really comfortable with. Yay. Yeah. And all vice right. versa. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. yeah so you want to talk <laughs> about, yes, we are. You want to talk about bodies today, body embodiment. I want to talk about how we feel in our bodies and what made me think about it is that when I have massage clients and maybe you've experienced this too I find that when people get on the table and I walk into the room people are like I'm so sorry for dot 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 not shaving my legs and I've been thinking about it so much lately because it's such a pattern I'm like I want to talk about that like I want that to be the jumping off point why do we apologize for Appearance, Appearances. or body, or anything, yeah. yeah. But really, like, it's mostly like body hair. Yeah. But well, I mean, even off the table, though, people are like, yeah. oh, just don't mind me, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. I yeah. just ran out of the house and I didn't. Like, I feel like I almost need to apologize for my hair today, but I'm not going <laughs> but, to. Yeah, but isn't it interesting? Like, why I are you just, looking at me like that? Because I'm like, I'm, I want to know why you feel you want to Because I didn't apologize. do my hair. But it looks good. It's fine. But okay. no, but it's like, I feel incomplete. Like, I, you know, I'm like not fully prepared physically. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm, I'm, it's okay. I imagine my hair to be way worse than it really is, and I know. <laughs> if I looked in the mirror, I'd be like, oh, it's not that bad. It actually looks really good. But anyway. But when did a greeting turn into an apology? Mm, That's, right. It's just been in my head, and I don't I have like the answer. Question. I just want to, like, talk about it and see what you guys think. Like, um, when did a greeting turn into an apology? Mm-hmm. So often. And I do it, too. I'm definitely guilty of it. Um, I Yeah, I kind of want to just think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, why, When does why a greeting do we, turn into an apology? Why do we do that, mm-hmm. though? What comes to mind? And when does it happen? Is it, is it in a specific time period, or is there something happening? Is it because, this just came up for me, because we're feeling vulnerable in mm-hmm. front of someone. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just going to say, I don't do that to my family. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I look at David and I say, I apologize for looking like this <laughs> But today. that's different. That's like a different No Monday. shower Saturday or it's something. It's more of like a professional or even like some kind of a, I don't know, like a more personal interaction where the where there is vulnerability i don't know who said vulnerability but i did mm-hmm. and you walk in me. sorry whatever yeah like we, we it's like we have to okay so why the apology so what is it in us that feels that we need to bring an apology to someone who's about to offer a service for us for something like leg hair which is like completely normal and natural yes right 
Yeah. Well, and all I'm, hair is normal. I actually natural. preferred a massage over hairy legs and stubbly, right. like yeah. shaved, like two hours ago legs or whatever, six hours ago. Whatever. However many hours <laughs> ago. That the you know, stubble like, needs to grow. When the hair. Because I'm like two hours. <laughs> no, not Unless two. you get cold. <laughs> well, I'm pretty hairy, but no. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'll, I'll massage over everything. There's no judgment, but it's just like, it's funny because I do, if somebody hasn't shaved in a couple of days, it actually feels better to massage over that than. It's soft. Yeah, I mean, I guess like, I don't even, I've noticed both, but. Yeah. Do you I notice it when deal. you're massaging? Do I notice? Like, what hair? are your thoughts? I don't thoughts? know, because I. No thoughts. I don't I have, say. I honestly don't. Right. I don't judge other people's bodies at all. Um. But for whatever reason, I think we're, we judge ourselves more than we judge other people. And then when we apologize at, like, at, at the start of a conversation or when you greet someone, I think part of it is it's an insecurity. And maybe like we feel like if we address it, then um, the other person's judgment will be less or something. Maybe like if I get it out in the open, I don't know. I, but it's never about that other person, it's right? It's never, so yeah. It, if I'm in that place and I feel like I want to apologize now for the fact that I didn't shave my legs, that's helping me to feel better. It's really not about, so if I was coming to you for a massage, it's like making up an excuse for myself so you'll accept me more. Hmm. Or it's like an embarrassment. Mm -hmm. I feel like the person's Shame. like, or maybe they feel like they want to let you know so you don't, like for some reason they might feel like they're disrespecting you. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't prepare. I'm really sorry. Not that that is even part of preparation for a massage, right. but I think in some people's minds, it might be. It is, yeah. right. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of like the gynecologist, right? We, we don't go Shave in there, like, pubes before after just not showering <laughs> for, like, a week. Yeah. <laughs> I have met my goal with this podcast. <laughs> we can just end now. <laughs> Because that was my goal. <laughs> was it? I just wanted to touch upon Listen. lots of things. I go, you know, I'm the A to Z. Yeah. In the blink of an eye. You and I had a conversation recently about body hair. Do you remember that? No. It was just recently. We just were talking, remind me. We were talking about how so. hairs are growing on parts oh, of our yeah. body that just the hair is wrong. Mm -hmm. Even though all hair is natural, but... That happened to me this morning, so I have well, What's this, going on with our cells this, that they're like, oh, a pube's going to grow out of here now. Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> oh, and by the way, all the hair on your head, it's going to fall out. Right. Yeah. So, so it's going to get reabsorbed <laughs> and then come out somewhere else. That's what I was getting at this morning. I have this thing, like, because of my blonde hair, I can't see it really well. And if I get a hair down my shirt, I'm like crazy because oh, yeah. it tickles. So I'm constantly, I'm like pulling my my clothes out, looking down there, trying to get it. Well, this morning I had my glasses on because I can't see anything up close without my glasses. And I was like, oh shit, there's a hair there. What the hell? Why is like that there? Like when that's growing out yeah, of your skin. Yeah. It was tickling your body too. No, but I just noticed <laughs> it while I was there. Ultra long. So you want vulnerable? You got vulnerable right there. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So <laughs> why do we apologize to begin a conversation? Yeah. Or the greeting. What was the question? The original? I have when does a greeting turn into an apology. Okay. And I mean, that could be why oh, as why. well. Yeah. So when or why does a greeting turn into an apology? Mm. Why do we apologize for our bodies? We'd love to hear from our viewers and our listeners as well. And yeah, your, does everybody your feedback do this? about that. 
What are some examples of apologizing for your body? Actual. And besides, like, the leg hair thing, I feel like that's... It is your body, but there's other ways that... Oh, I've got a list. Oh, let's... I Bring out your list. For real. No, no, no. Um, smells. Body smells. Oh, apologize for Noises. Smell, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes! All right, so let's go true. down this list. So you have body hair Oh, I, this list is... I mean, you've already read it, but it's, like, just my stream of Even mind, like, mind, state of mind, people apologize for that. Yeah, that's true. Like, sorry. I do I'm, that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um smells I do that all the time but I'm like I, I don't even apologize I just say I probably smell just in case you get a whiff of it. heads yeah. up yeah I reek my today. deodorant fails as you soon as actually I put do it right on. now no no she was like no. I like, me I was like you want to smell me I do I enjoy that I enjoy it by the way natural deodorant oh yeah just, I don't use I just it tell start, me about it we just start using the same kind and it ha- has charcoal in it and magnesium, which yeah. sounds good in theory, but let me tell you, when you put that on, I have a rash. I have a rash. Do you? I don't have a I rash. Have, I, yeah, I, I have, have like, it looks like empty. Yeah, it is <laughs> terrible. Yeah. It's like grains of sand embedded in the deodorant, and then you rub it on, and you want to just though, cry, but it smell. actually works for smell, if you smell. Hmm. But it is rough. Smell. Yeah. Hmm? I don't generally smell. Do you use deodorant every day? Yeah. No, that's why. Yeah, but even so, like even after I work, I mean, I have to take a, do a do lot of working out, a lot of sweatering. Um, I don't know what's like. There. What brand do you it's use? Van Roll On. So it's probably antiperspirant. Oh, okay. I grew I know. up using that. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still stuck on those. <laughs> but you know, introducing. Yeah. Is a good thing. Um. All right, so what so else do smell. We want to talk so, about? is there yeah. anything else you want to talk about in regards to body smells? Any experiences you want to share with us? Well, the apologies. People apologize for smelling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or we wish they apologized because sometimes. The so that was no, going to be a kidding. question. Like, I'm have not you? For you. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to ask the both of you then. Um, what about an experience where you had someone on the table and they really smelled to the point that it was disruptive to the Sad. massage you were giving? Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, I have, but it doesn't happen very often. And those people tend not to apologize. I was just going to say, that's going to be my next which question. Which is kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, no. They that, own their body odor. Yeah, that happens It's not rarely. even, I don't, I think it's just they're not they aware. They realize right. it. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because it's still like such a love that happens that's in a massage thing, room. Yeah. You know? It is true. I, it's not, I can get through it. I can yeah. get through pretty much anything. <laughs> but I think, <gasps> I love it. That's like. You know, I think maybe, like, my background with, I've, you know, been present in a handful of births. And I feel like being a witness to that, I I don't want to say it broke me, but it freed me from, like... These taboos. Um, yeah. That Anything it, that could gross you out or whatever. Yeah, because honestly, like, there's really... Once you see someone pooping, <laughs> yeah, the birthing process, you can never unsee somebody and pooping and bleeding <laughs> and everything and just simultaneously being so raw, yeah. like ripped open, yeah, yeah, yeah. vulnerable, everything exposed yeah. in yeah. every way. I don't know, it's so beautiful, and I, I just honestly, there's really nothing and unapologetic, most uh, and of the time. Unapo- that's yeah. yeah, so that's yeah. interesting, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Although I do have to say the first, my first birth, I was very apologetic about like pooping. Oh yeah. You just kind of give the, the preventative, Hey, if I shit on a table, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I was like, <laughs> I, I was so young too. And I was very like, um, pretty horrified. And I, it was only, um, me and there was one nurse there and I just remember she was so awesome. She was from Ireland. Um, and she said, I just kept saying, I'm so sorry. How, how much longer do I have to do this for? Those were like my two things that I just kept going back and forth. And she was just like, if you don't poop on this table, you're not going to have this baby anytime soon. <laughs> and I was just like, let's Thanks. do this. <laughs> like, and then it just like, we went from there and I had my, my first baby in three hours, start wow. to finish. Did because, you poop? Because I pooped. Makes <laughs> <laughs> space. Yeah. You know? And That's interesting. Yeah. So experience. And you apologize. I did apologize. Before yeah. though. But you didn't apologize once you were like you committed to the experience. I Yeah. Then I just got through it. No apologies. And then, you know, moved on. And But in subsequent births, I didn't, I do, did not apologize for anything that was happening. So I think I we just not. touched on something though. Yeah. We apologize when we think. Like when there's this kind of unspoken thing, but then we don't apologize when we're committed to, I don't know. I think there's something you to You just that. like own it at yeah. some point. There's like definitely been a shift for me just like across the board, just with everything. Like, I don't know, within the past maybe year, like turning 40 where I'm just like, I really don't apologize for much right. anymore. Right. Unless like it's something like I need to be sorry. I've hurt someone, but like just like stuff, like body stuff or um even like what the things that you do that might seem weird or whatever yeah, it's like even no like, more apologies yeah, yeah yeah even like coming here I was trying to be very like this is tip this is something that's like out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. um but I didn't want to come into it being like I'm so scared like this is like you know so I just came down here and when you guys asked me how I was doing I was like let's do it I'm ready yeah let's it's go. just like I don't know. I, well, I it's almost like, like I don't have time to apologize and feel sorry and bad all the time. I'm just like, well, why just do people do it. apologize have fun. to begin with? So where does apology originate from, right? So I said a minute ago that the people who are smelling on your table don't apologize; they own it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. You mm-hmm. just said, I own it. I own right. my stuff. So mm-hmm. I would imagine that part of the motivation behind apologizing is because the person who's apologizing is not owning their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and it comes back and for to what all reason? our original lack of awareness or awareness. This, And you have more awareness outside of yourself. Right. And that's probably why, too, that you're not focused. It's not the me, 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 I, I, I. Mm-hmm. It's like you're living, you're living a, like more expansive. I think that there's a shift there. Yeah. With awareness. Sorry. That was like a thought that happened. No, no, I no. Just this apologized. is what happened. <laughs> See, you did. Own it. But I interrupted you. So my <laughs> apology is for interrupting you. You didn't interrupt me and no need for apologizing because this is what we do, right? We right. go back and forth. And sometimes it's challenging for me to hold what I have to say because then I forget because we get onto <laughs> another topic and I'm like, damn it, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, yeah. So again, where does the apologizing come from? And maybe it is because we're not owning I know someone who apologizes for I've seen her apologize many times for her uh, charismatic self Mm. that almost like she's too much for some people Mm -hmm. so she apologizes for it 
And I noticed that it's almost habitual that, you know, often I hear her say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, stop apologizing. Mm-hmm. Why are you apologizing? Mm-hmm. Like, just own it. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. And we would love to hear your opinion, listeners and viewers. What else you get there on that list? I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? Well, we've your list. A lot. I know, right? <laughs> She's got a quite we've, an extensive we've list. Quite a few. Well, let's um, just see. Body. Let's talk about body noises. But I did look up when you wrote body embodiment. Yeah, I love those words. Yeah. Refers to how the body and its intricate processes, such as perception or cultural acquisition through the senses, aid enhances or interfere with the development of human functioning. Hmm. That was what I found under body embodiment, that mm. term. I did come across some other things that we are a body and we have a body simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And we are That's both cool. the subject and the object. Ooh. That's weird. Yeah. What came up for you? Anything come up there? I was just visualizing. Yeah. Like being outside of myself and being inside. A subject like and viewing, an object. Viewing. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the body embodiment thing is definitely a work in progress for me. I'm working on it for sure. What are you working on? I'm working on going back and forth between feeling really comfortable in my body and then having moments of like little bit of like body dysmorphia where I don't even know like who I am Um, and because probably because I've shifted so many times throughout so many different pregnancies like just size wise so I'm just sort of coming to terms with where am I at what do I look like and am I am I okay with it um, and, and some days are easier than others. Well, so many factors go into that. Yeah. Like hormones and sleep yeah. and... And who you're around. Who you're around. Yeah, what you did, like, the night before, what you ate, what you drank. Right. Like, yeah. And so I want to, like, I'm curious, like, does everybody struggle with this? Like, does everybody have moments where... Men and women. They feel... Some days just feel so good and so solid. And, like, I think the other day we were talking about, like, that, that chatter, like in your mind is just like quiet yeah like about body stuff or whatever but or then, when it's loud we yeah. were saying it's like well i need to start exercising yeah. and i'm gonna make tomorrow's a, the a day. fresh you the inner critic yeah. voice yeah like yeah. i'm gonna eat spinach today when i get home i'm gonna like but you it's know, usually due to like what we would consider like a failure right yeah like so, oh, that's almost like the apology yeah i mean it kind of goes it to, to ourselves but it totally does yeah so some days are quieter than others in my head and i don't know i haven't figured that out either when i <laughs> when i hear you just... say that i think about how that voice is only part of us that voice is not my body mm-hmm. that inner critic that tells me i ate the wrong things last night that i haven't exercised enough that mm-hmm. whatever the list goes on and on i understand that it's my inner critic it's not my body right and then there's that need to separate. And I recognize that voice, but that is not all of who I am. And can I find that part of me that does appreciate this vessel that I chose for this lifetime yeah. and then fully express myself from this place of love and acceptance. Here we are back to acceptance mm-hmm. of what it is that I look like. May I share something with you? Yeah, please. This is something that you and I discussed before we started a podcast some time ago. I asked her, uh, her, I asked Jennifer if she is ever in her mind wondering what I think about what she looks like. 
because that happens to me a lot. Okay. I mean, a lot. And I know that this has a lot to do with childhood conditioning as well. Okay. But even just sitting here, I'm talking to you. I'm fully engaged in conversation. But there's a part of me that is wondering what you're thinking about how I look. And I'm really curious to know how many of you are affected by this as well or experience Mm -hmm. this. And it's frustrating because I feel 100, clearly I don't feel 100% comfortable around you because then maybe I wouldn't have this. But this is something that I choose to be more aware of and work on because it's taking up a lot of my bandwidth. Yeah. I want to be fully and completely present and not, it's like I constantly have this stream going in in my mind you are not acceptable. People do not accept, like, it's that. It's mm-hmm. like, they're looking at you. Yeah. So that I, happens a lot. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you for sharing. I um, I definitely can relate. I know that feeling. You do? Yeah. I try to get it to not take up so much time. And like I said, some days it takes up more, like, space than other days. But I definitely have, like, days where I'm like, I don't want that person to ask me how far along I am because I'm not pregnant. Um, You know, yeah, I have stuff. Sorry, I would never even consider asking you that question. Well, yeah, you know, I don't know. I I guess that's where, that's my weird hang-up sometimes, you know. Yeah. Well, when I asked Jennifer about it, what was your answer? I'll let you answer. I don't do it. Not with you. Like, I would never sit here and wonder what you're, because I feel fully, I feel comfortable, completely comfortable in front of the two of you but it, yeah it definitely happens like it's it gets I actually feel like sometimes it's like a spotlight yeah. on my on my face or whatever yep. and, and that someone's thinking like or I'm like I wonder if they can see like this it my scars mm-hmm. whatever is happening if there's some random ass hair growing out somewhere mm-hmm. um my rolls <coughs> hanging over my pants and I need to pull it up but then it's yeah so yeah. there's a whole dialogue mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I had that this weekend when I was teaching, for sure. I had a moment where I pictured what I would look like through, like, the people in the class's eyes. Mm. And then I, like, repositioned everything <laughs> and, like, tucked and, like, you know, I don't know. And then it's, like, you almost, like, you your face hide. feels weird. Like, yes. when you're talking, you're, like, you, like, forgot how to move your face. And I just have to be, like... Yeah. I feel like, like that's when I go up there. I'm up into like my head. Everybody can relate, or everybody's like. I wish we had like a Colin. Everybody, Colin, <laughs> yeah, right now. We always say that. We need, to do, we need to do some live <laughs> We're shows. Do a <laughs> <laughs> Make us feel less alone, everybody. Please. Uh, I hope lots of people are laughing right now and going, yes, I know exactly what you're oh, saying. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. It is a thing. I have some questions to ask you. Awesome, let's you, do it. Are you up for some questions? Yeah. All right, so tell us a little about, bit about being a doula, or tell our audience a little bit about what it was like for you being a doula and how you even came into this. Um, that's a great question. I knew that I wanted to be a doula, like... Once you pooped on the delivery mm-hmm. table. Yeah, I was like, let's yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I went through the training when my kids were really young. And I was able to attend, uh, let's say, like 15 to somewhere around 15 to 20 births, which was amazing, but very difficult with a young family because being on call was just like 
crazy right. because sometimes I'd be gone. I'd have to leave in the middle of the night and then I'd be gone for like 48 hours. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that scheduling wise, it was pretty disastrous. But in the moment, it was just so awesome because it, I mean, it was like no phone, no nothing. It's just like 100% focused on like a woman. Supporting but, that yeah, moment. It was so amazing. So all of my births were all very special and I got to be present at the births of a couple of my really close friends so um now when I see the kids it's like it's just I have a special bond Mm -hmm. in my heart with those kiddos um what initially drew you to be a doula um I was always people ask the same question about the whole surrogacy thing um and I just was always like attracted to birth work and like well, what did Again, you went to just school like, for? Didn't you do women's studies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I studied feminist geography yeah. and women's studies. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. That's like, okay. I just did it because I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> we know that. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we know that very much, well. Like, I was just like, all right, this is next. Well, and you naturally give off, like, this, like, Huge feminine, feminine, like, energy. divine yeah. feminine. Yeah, so it's it makes true. sense that mm-hmm. you... It's true. Explore if you, that. If, come meet her. Oh, Maybe well, we'll have an open sorry. house. They can feel it. Open house tell. of guests. Just for Nina. <laughs> We're going to sit here so people can feel the radiance <laughs> of your divine The radiance. Feminine. I love amazing. that word. Mm. We're just daunting all over Woo. you. I love so it. So how has being a doula broken down walls, and what were the walls erected to begin with? If any. Yeah. I think that it just like we were all all the stuff that we're talking about I love talking about like taboo embarrassing just stuff it's like the whole like queefing in yoga like let me write about it let me research (laughs) it and let me make you talk about it if you want to like that's like what I love like it's like that real talk stuff that people find cringy I want to talk about it and that, like as far as being a doula, you brought you bring in that comfort of like, yeah, man, poop on the care. table. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, right, exactly. I just like blood smells. Yeah, poop and queefs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, that's a milk. t-shirt. Yeah, oh, breast milk. Breast milk. I love. What did you say? Oh, all of it. Blood smells. Poop and queefs and breast, breast milk. milk and pus. <laughs> Oh my no. God! Now that's where that's I draw the line. Fun. I don't know. Unless you love I, it, I like fine. it all. Body smells. Body smells. Mm. <gasps> and there's a lot of different body smells based on hormones too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> we both just went like <laughs> take a big deep snap. Excited. We just had like a a thoughtful <laughs> moment of our practices. <laughs> Uh, but you do have queefs on your list. I do. Breast massage. Breast massage. Talk oh, about breast we're massage. working on that as a service. Yep. I did like a lot of internet research today about how I can sign up for a program to learn like the, the actual techniques behind breast massage. Yeah. Beautiful. And so they don't, these programs don't exist. So we need to make, make one. one. All right. Um, because I'm super, it's like my new thing. I'm super passionate about it. Yeah. I brought a little oil to show that I bought on Amazon and I've been doing breast massage. Wait a minute. Um, are we doing a breast massage here? Are we recording that? 
<laughs> we could. Um, I mean, <laughs> uh, why not? Let's just do it. Um, no, that's part it's, two. It's very. It makes sense, right? So when you do a massage, we cut off like the whole torso, literally. Mm -hmm. So it's and especially for women because of all the tissue, breast tissue, the lymph, like so many things that happen, and and our abdomen. Abdomen. Yeah. When you bring it all together, it just it actually makes a more fluid massage and it helps the body process things much more efficiently yeah. I think and effectively so it's not there's nothing like sexual about it at all actually it's very therapeutic and it, it should be like utilized much more often absolutely so I have a handful of clients that are really have been requesting abdomen massage which I love um because hello, it's like this much of our body, you know, and that eighty five percent of our immune system right. lives there. So I get super excited. I, I do abdomen abdominal massage for all of my clients that are um, working on their fertility, but just a couple of clients recently have just like been like, "Do you do this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's mm -hmm. do it." And That's it's great. Yeah, and it I think it's it ties into the whole like just in being in your body like having sometimes we need help from other people to get into our body absolutely um yeah. so it's almost like i'm a body doula sometimes mm -hmm. for people and oh, i feel I like it's that. like one of like the most special things to be able to do for someone is to like help them and be a witness when they're working through crap like all that stuff that chatter and they share that with me and then we like work on it and like normalize the body. That was going to be one of my questions. Yeah. How do you normalize body stuff? Yeah. How do you get some bring someone into their body? How do you normalize body stuff? I mean, massage. Yeah, massage like, for sure. And like some of it is like energy work, and it's like that. It's like energetic massage sometimes, and holding space, yeah. and yeah. just being like, it's okay. Like it's okay. Like you just farted on my table i literally don't care like it's okay i like, love it when people fart it's such on my a compliment table. it really is you're like it's, wow their butthole is relaxed like that's so beautiful to be that <laughs> i'm sorry but <laughs> <laughs> just oh you just apologized <laughs> did you see that did you hear it that was jennifer because i felt like you were looking at me no i was just no, listening like, no i know <laughs> But wow. talking about a client's butthole is weird. So sorry. It's just a, it's an ultimate You didn't compliment. mention any names. Full I did not. body relaxation. It's so right? wonderful. So just no, like normalizing it. Like people are like horrified and just like. Think about when you do fart and, and like at home. You're so comfortable. Yeah. So when people do it in a massage room, it's like, yes. Like they yeah. got there to that place of the deepest relaxation mm -hmm. possible. If I was to fart on your table, I would probably not be able to stop laughing. Good. Would you apologize? Mm, maybe not. Because if it of smell. Nina. Because well, it's me. It's under the, more under the blanket <laughs> or under the sheet. So. Nina would it. waft it out. <laughs> I'm I, just, <laughs> I just come prepared and just <laughs> blow the <laughs> sheet. Time, time for some essential oil support. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> Nina. What are some of your personal practices? Um, definitely going into work early. Um, that is just a non-negotiable for me, very early, um, before I see clients, because I have to take time. Like, I can't rush, or I don't feel like I am in the best place to offer 
like massage or energy work. Um, I wake up super early every day, like 4.30 in the morning, and then do, like, my thing. Text me. I'm usually up. I mean, really? Yeah, I'm an early bird. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so and on, the, that on, the, on the other end of that is I go to bed really, really freakishly early. early yeah. Like what time? Um, somewhere between 7 and 8. Yeah, like every night. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's definitely part of my personal practice. It's really interesting that you said going into work early. I never thought of that as a practice. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. always was down at the Cambridge Hospital early. Mm-hmm. Always. If I was late, I would be like a lunatic. Yeah. My alarm didn't go off or whatever. But I never looked at it as a practice, as a personal practice. But it really is because it gave me the opportunity to be where I needed to be as I walked into work. Yeah. Rather than feeling rushed. And that's just one example. What other practices do you have that you would like to share with the audience? Mm, burning a shitload of incense. Um, going out to eat. Does that count as a personal practice? Yeah, it sure well, does. Treating, not just decisions. I'm a big um, advocate of treating myself. Treating yourself. Mm-hmm. How do you treat yourself? Going out to eat. <laughs> well, you go to the woods. That's a yeah, practice. Yeah, I go to the woods. Uh, make sure I take some time in nature. Now that I have a hot tub, make sure I do daily soak, sometimes twice. And you're having all of our audience over when for a yeah, hot tub party? Right. We'll give you the address later. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Those are good practices, though. They are I just, good like, practices. every single day I try to carve out um, some time to, like, treat myself. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a monetary thing that costs, right. you know, like... Um, but Sometimes. there's something, even if it's like, I'm going to like have a cup of tea later and I'm going to do like, at least I can like look forward to it, uh, and make it happen. Um, tiny bits of pleasure during the drudgery of the day to day, which the day to day doesn't have to be drudgery, but like having those little things that you can look forward to. Mm-hmm. What are yours? Are you asking me? Yeah, I am. But this isn't, I'm not the one being interviewed right now. You are. But can you just answer? <laughs> are you the uncomfortable right now? No. I just want to know what your time is. Honestly, mine is like a nap. I nap mm. often. Mm. Even if it's in, a lot of times it's just 10 to 20 minutes, but that's yeah. all I need. And then I need, I'm okay to rush in the morning to wherever I'm going, but everything else for the rest of the day needs, I need to have the shift in between each event in order to be fully present yeah. for what's going on and a nap is usually that's like an easy way for me to shift and to actually be re-energize that's cool so that's why i ask so honestly because everybody's everybody's version of self-care is so different mm-hmm. right so that that wouldn't work for me but that's like her thing but i love hearing about what other people's things are so that's why i want to know what yours is saying no when i really mean no mm. Not responding to texts until I'm ready to respond to texts instead of being reactive, like, oh, let me get back to this person so they're mm-hmm. not mad at me. That is a practice. It's a big mm-hmm. practice. So I've started to do that, and it feels good, except sometimes I really forget for a while to text the person back. <laughs> and but. this is, these are my forms of self-care. Often I'll cut some my altar. I'm pointing over there because my sacred space, my altar is right over there. I will come down here at various points during the day and just sit mm-hmm. and just sit in the energy of my altar and and maybe process what's going on. Um, so those are just little tidbits that I do during yeah. the day, which have been really helpful. I don't take a nap, though. I don't, I've never been a napper. 
maybe I could try. Maybe I like, like the idea of it. I love it. So I mean, I'll lie down, but. Yeah, it's like life. Would you be willing to share with us the most bizarre, funny, jaw-dropping massage experience that you've encountered? Mm. I can tell Jennifer's over there thinking, too. I don't know. Do you have one? I, I, I have, yeah, it's not nice. It's not nice. Yeah. I don't, luckily, I don't have any bad ones. I'm just... Um, any experience? The one that I have... I can't share. Okay. Just no, only because I want to protect the privacy of the okay. person. Um, no, honestly, even the weirdest things that happen are cool. Like I, like I like weird stuff. So I don't. I guess maybe they don't. It doesn't even show up on my radar. I don't even debrief about my day at work anymore. When I go, I mean, I. It's great working alongside another massage therapist because we can debrief like in confidence to each other about like just weird stuff that pops up but then we just sort of let it go yeah it's lighthearted. it is very lighthearted and it's quick but even for the most part i don't have to even process my day anymore because it's just like everything's weird sounds like you process it through the day everything's weird and yeah it just i love it either that or you're more accepting of whatever happens during your day so there's not a need to process so much yeah and i'm very lucky that everybody is respectful and you know pretty open and yeah the people that come across and we've adopted the the attitude of not everything matters and nothing matters Mm. and we're really like i feel like when we do our little debriefs we like yeah genuinely just leave it yeah there okay so can you tell our audience about the services that you offer absolutely um i offer massages massage sessions, uh, Reiki sessions, crystal Reiki sessions, uh, Reiki training, so Reiki 1, Reiki 2, and Reiki Master Program. Certification classes. Certification classes, yep. And cuddling services. Yes. Which is a new service. I just became... I wrote what it down. Is this? I don't have this down on you. I just became a certified professional cuddler. Get out of here. Shauna. Yes. Tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's just experience it. Are you open to experiencing it? Um, yeah. Come here. <laughs> oh, she's getting cuddled. Look at it. This is position this is, number four. No, is this, it? this is good. <laughs> well, stuff. I just posted something about a hug being like two to three to five minutes or two to five Whoa. minutes being the most therapeutic. And like typically oh. when you hug, it's like two seconds. But if you can do like a conscious. I've been trying to do them longer. Yeah. But that's similar to cuddling. Yeah. That it has is. those same effects on the body. Like in the brain, it creates, ser- it releases serotonin. And there's a couple of hormone releases that happen with the hug. And connection and just releases all of them at once all the good ones (laughs) when you talk about the cuddling i go back to um women's mysteries i went to whenever doesn't matter i don't try to figure out when it was but i went it's five days away with other women and we had an afternoon it was a year ago two a year and two months ago so it was a year and two months ago (laughs) jennifer keeps track of my schedule (laughs) my calendar we had an afternoon of just feminine sharing and holding and it was unbelievable Mm -hmm. so we split off into two people we partnered up 
and we just held each other in whatever way the other person needed. So that actually reminded yeah. me of it because there were moments with these women that we just literally held each other. Mm. And How did it feel for you? Oh my God. To be on the it, was, end. it was uncomfortable, but it was magical at the same time mm. because I don't, I've never really experienced that full feminine support and love mm -hmm. and nurturing fully let me yeah. just i'm sorry i just went back to my childhood but let let that go yeah. so it was wonderful to experience it and at the same time i was slightly embarrassed or i experienced shame mm -hmm. i guess that i've denied that part of myself for so long that it's been there and i just never recognized it so yay on the cuddling mm. i think that's wonderful <laughs> We've talked about that a lot too, like the red tent thing. Like exactly, having, yes, yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking that kind of. of space and holding that space, literally and physically, mm -hmm. yeah. holding mm -hmm. women for so many things. Yes, yeah. In that book, I think it was the the pussy book. Actually, yep. she talks about being witnessed in your fullness, whether it seems like it's crazy or it's like a ton of grief or whatever it is. But exactly the full a lot like pathways, like you process it through your body. The the person that needs to process it. Uh, in whatever way, you move it through your body, your sound, everything, mm -hmm. but someone witnesses you and, like, just the power of a and witness. And just holds. Yeah. And like, whatever they need. Like, right. if it is to be held after or rub the back or hair or whatever, I feel like that's, it's lost. It's, yes, and I believe it's needed. Yep. Yeah. And what got me really thinking about it, because oh people gosh, are always I like, how did you get into that? Neighbor. Imagine if we named it the Red Tent. Ooh. I know. Sorry. Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what got me thinking about the cuddling thing was I've been doing like a ton of massages on widows for whatever reason. And a couple people have actually said, wow, you are the only person that touches me. And that just like blew my mind and got me thinking about, uh, I don't know, cuddling, touching. Like, yeah. So keep feeling and thinking about those yeah. things because you'll come back on and tell yeah. us more about it as it, it unfolds cool. and grows I and evolves. That. I love the, like what you just said. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that are not widows or widowers. Yeah, that's true, don't too. Get, that's actually People very true. in long yeah. marriages and relationships don't touch. Like, there's a lot of not touching. Yeah. We live in a society where people fist bump instead of just even shaking a hand, never mind hugging, mm. you know, because of germs. And it's Someone like, hugged me yesterday, or I hugged. So I hugged with someone yesterday, and it lasted about 0.2 seconds, mm -hmm. and it was just like one of those. Cold. <laughs> yeah. And all I wanted to do was hold her longer mm -hmm. because she needed it. Could you have? I probably could have. I think that would have led to something really really uncomfortable for her mm. so I didn't want to push it but I just thought wow you need human touch mm -hmm. you need someone to just give you a big long hug yeah. and it seems to be one of those things like the longer you go without it then you almost grow like an aversion to it yep like the rig rigidity and like coldness but yeah. I've been trying to get more comfortable with like asking for it. Like there's been a couple of times where I've just seen you in passing because Jennifer and I just usually typically see each other in passing us too, actually. But like 
there was a time, I don't know when it was, a couple weeks ago, I was like, can I have, like, a full body hug? Yeah. <laughs> and we, like, yeah. just literally, like, pressed up our whole bodies. Like, I don't know. I just needed it. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, it was a good reset. Yeah. But. I love that. I love full body hugs. I think I, like, did a little leg wrap. Like, oh, yeah. Or you did. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> Probably. <taller> and <laughs> we were trying to touch everything. Yep. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> so is there anything else that we haven't covered that you would like to share with our audience, something that you haven't mentioned already? I think we've mentioned it all. <laughs> well, the thing that you didn't mention are your oils. You do well, love oh, yeah. essential oils. I like oils, using so. oils to help people with body stuff and with emotional stuff. Yeah, that's that could be a good tool. It's like my, one of my favorite tools in my toolbox. So I like to offer it to people to see if it helps them. Some people like aren't into oils and I totally get that because they're either too sensitive. Like, yeah, it would smell. I'm sorry. It's totally sprayed you. Before. I, I, I sprayed. She came down here. She was spraying. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cope. <laughs> you know, what's really interesting is a while ago, you don't do this anymore, which I find unusual, but every time I would walk in to, yeah, right before I would teach, oh, there would the be an incense, incense burning. Well, and Nina would get up. up and she would put oh. it out for me. And I'm like, you know, I, I'll sit over here. You don't have to. <laughs> Put it out. I I can appreciate that you know some people are more sensitive than than others, um, because I am sensitive with lots of things. I actually just wrote about that yeah, this I did morning see on your social post. media. That could be a whole. That could be a really. Cool That's going to be a topic of conversation. Topic, yeah, absolutely. I love, I love talking about that. Stuff. So, how can folks connect with you? Tell them where they can find you. How they can reach out to you. Okay, so my email is the whole self massage, W H O L E, self massage <laughs> at gmail.com. Sorry. You just gave me that look. <laughs> so you. W H O L E. That's my business name, the whole self. Um, and I work at Joy. Uh, it's the in Salem. The whole name, please. Joy Wellness in Salem, New Hampshire. So if you'd like to book a service, you can go to journeyomyoga.com or you can just email me directly if you've got some issues that you want to discuss or time constraints or something. Um, you can just email me and I'll get you and I'll work around your schedule. That was going to be one of my questions. What if someone just wanted to come in and consult with you to get an idea of, of the different oils or the different type of massages? Yeah. So do you yeah. make appointments for people like that to just talk about like first steps? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I have people like come in. Um, that some people want to talk, uh, you know, they might have some hesitations about having body work done because they've never had it before or energy work. So I'm totally more than willing to answer questions. And, okay. Yeah. And what about Facebook and Instagram? Any other social media? Uh, my Instagram is the whole self massage and my Facebook is private. Nina, <laughs> Nina Gilbert. Um, it's actually, I have a page. It's just Nina Gilbert, which is my name. Oh, okay. perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for being here I hope here to with hear from today. people about, yeah. like, their smells. Yeah. <laughs> whatever we you wanna, heard today. Yeah. Tell me you, everything. <laughs> yeah. Just just comment. You can tag Nina in the comments. And... Yeah, let's bring her into the conversation. Or just poop into the microphone. A little, <laughs> a little fire. <laughs> All right, so I am Shauna. You can oh, find me at shaunagulbrand.com, Shauna Gulbrand on Instagram, Facebook. I'm under my name everywhere. So find me, connect with us, and you can find Hawks and Lavender Rose on Instagram and our private Facebook page.
You're and SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. And, and iTunes. YouTube. YouTube. I mean YouTube. Yeah. What? We're working on the iTunes. Oh, Jennifer. I'm Jennifer. <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing before. And you're like, I'm Shauna. I was like, I'm Jennifer. Um, journeyomyoga.com. Journeyomyoga on Instagram. And Joy Wellness Yoga and Healing Arts on Facebook. So we'll have to talk about that, whether we just like go back and forth or whether one does it fully. And we're working. We're evolving. Does it matter? It's all good. Does it matter Nothing to you? matters. Thank it you. It all Nina matters Reese. and none of it matters. Thank you so yeah, much for thank being you. here. Thank you guys. So See y'all soon.